Dear friends in Christ Jesus, once again I extend you all a very warm welcome to you to this Eucharistic celebration, fifth Sunday of Lenten season. I would like to start my homily today with little funny. An elderly old elderly woman walked into a local country church. The friendly usher greeted her at the door and helped her up in the flight of steps and he was so kind and gentle the usher asked her where would you like to sit ma'am he asked politely and she answered I want to sit on the very first row and for which the usher replied ma'am you really don't want to, to do that our pastor is really boring. He will put you to sleep. Let me find you another seat. She looked pale and she asked him, do you know who I am? And the usher replied, no ma'am. And she replied, I am the pastor's mother. She said he hung his head in embarrassment, ma'am, do you know who I am? He asked. She said, no. And then he said, thank God. <laughs> Dear friends in Christ Jesus, coming to the gospel today, uh, women who was caught in the adultery, uh, the story would, Jesus does not uh, we need to have a little bit of warning before entering into reflection. Jesus does not justify the adultery. And Jesus is very clear, his teaching is very clear in relation to adultery. And do, in those days it's told, do not commit adultery. But I tell you, looking at women with lust and you commit adultery, uh, the, looking at women with lust and you are committing adultery, that's the teaching of Jesus. And also there are several places, uh, uh, King David, he committed adultery. And, um, and Prophet Nathan, he encountered King David that he done, he committed mistake. He had to repent for his uh, violation of God's commandment. And then David had to repent for his sin of adultery. And St. Paul, in his epistles, he's also warning about the adultery. And he says there is no room for adulterers. Uh, they, there, is, uh, they, there is no entry for them into heaven. So, and Jesus in the gospel, again in another place also, the Pharisees were asking him, is it lawful? for divorce a wife, and Jesus calls that uh, a div divorcing a spouse, it is equals to again committing adultery. So the scripture uh, always warns about adultery, and, uh, and the person who involved in the, involved in committing such a bad thing, they need to change their ways and come back to God. And coming to the uh, gospel today, 
what happened there was a woman who was uh, she was caught in the adultery and she was brought in front of jesus now jesus had to make a decision and according to moses law and she has to be stoned to death now jesus reaction was little bit different uh, jesus was quiet and then what he was doing he was uh, writing something on his finger he bent down he wrote on the ground with his finger uh, no jesus does not answer their question but he uh, he bent down and started right on the ground and we really don't know what he wrote on the ground but this is the only place we come across jesus uh, in the gospel jesus is writing something uh, so scholars have given a different explanation on that what he had written might the scholars understanding about and number one jesus made the list of sin of the crowd who were charging her and they wanted to kill her by stoning and because the word the john's gospel used catacrapho uh, and that has uh, the association with the meaning of making a list so many scholars believe and jesus knowing the hearts of those men and he was listing the specific sins of the accusers and having seen one by one and the elders starting from the elders and they were leaving the place and also there are other explanation on what he had written and he wrote down their names and the scholars point out prophet jeremiah chapter 17 verses 13 according to jeremiah that passage says o lord you are hope of israelite israel all who forsake you will be put to shame and those who turn away from you will be written in the dust because they have forsaken the lord and so this is how they say and jesus had written down all their names and number 3 and jesus has written down the 10 commandments again and again in the scripture the 10 commandments was written by god himself god inscribed them on the tablet and so again jesus had written down to remind them and they remind them their sins uh, the accusers and having read that they were left the place and my dear friends and this is uh, the scholarly explanation and jesus approached towards the women who was caught in the adultery and we need to see this story is an extension of and uh, the prodigal son story how the heavenly father was so compassionate we have seen the last week and he ran toward his son to embrace him when he came back and here we see the merciful heart and compassionate heart of jesus and the heavenly father as well and we see uh, number 1 Jesus he is the mender of the broken heart uh, no doubt Jesus was a carpenter he was good at uh, his, he was so skillful uh, working with wooden pieces he can make uh, the wooden pieces uh, out of beautiful he could make furniture table toys doors yokes and so on and as a carpenter and not only that even he is good at repairing the broken wooden pieces uh, even the broken table he can repair even the broken chair he can repair 
and as a carpenter he is good at and mending the broken things in the same way as a savior as a redeemer of the humanity he is good at repairing the broken heart and the broken heart will be on account of our sin and we are led astray on account of our sin our transgressions are many and jesus he is the as a carpenter as a savior he is the mender of the broken heart and this is how we see when a woman was accused with uh, charges that he she committed adultery in the same way we will be accused by the uh, devil in the heavenly court and jesus the bro as a redeemer and he is going to defend us uh, as a mender of the broken heart and also we see jesus as a healer of the bruised heart and what we see this uh, the pitiful women her condition and when we quickly go through what 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 had brought her to this pitiful condition uh, she might have been uh, raised in a holy home a beautiful home where they worshiped god but she might have gone bad in rebellion the parents were trying to bring her to god but the children they they neglect they don't pay attention parent at, at, advice and she might have gone bad in rebellion or else she might have been brought up in the midst of abuse curse sinning foul language cheating stealing and perhaps she had been abused and that might have brought her to this uh, pitiful condition and in her business uh, as a adulterer and customer had no real love for her and they came to indulge their lust paid their bill and disappeared and if she saw some of her secret customers in the marketplace they would cut like they have never known her and they would treat her like a scab they would pretend that they were ne- uh, they were much too holy uh, to converse with such a women of night and but she know and also she was considered in the society she was dirty and unclean and she would not have any friends and how often she might have cried to god for a friend we don't know real love we don't know and she was lonely and suffering she had wish she had wished to be treated as a normal person and the society had not treated her as a normal person religion god normal citizenship seemed forever impossible for her but jesus came he is the healer of the bruised heart and with these words of comfort and begin to heal heal the sores of the bruises all the pain of the past and now jesus assures her and brightening future and don't get stuck up in your past sinful life and jesus opens the gate of the bright future for her and the new beginning for her and how often we we regret some of the bad decision we made in the past and we want something to begin new and jesus to this woman she jesus opens the new gate and the new beginning for her and also and the main important lessons we need to learn from this uh, story and jesus in in his teaching is very clear uh, even whenever we talk about our relationship with others why do you look the speck 
in your brother eye when you yourself have a wooden beam in your own eye and these accusers and they were trying to charge her and on account of committing adultery but when jesus responded to her if no one who is somebody sinless you may charge her and starting from the elders and everybody left the place and it looked like everybody committed the same sin and again we need to aware of whenever we condemn our brothers and sisters who apparently live like a sinful life and he, we need to look into ourselves how good i am and always remember and when when we point out our one finger is pointing out others three fingers pointing us and another beautiful lesson we need to learn and my dear friends and we need to remember how often we throw stones and we throw stones because we harbor hatred we throw stone because we hold on to bitterness we throw stones we are entangled in anger we throw stones we want to have revenge and sometimes our frustration fatigue failure false assumption they all lead us into casting stone into others and breaking our relationship hurting our relationship jesus sets a great example mender of the broken heart healer of the bruised and maybe imitate is such a example and also let us in the lenten season give up our sinful life as jesus opens the future for us and may we regret and repent for our sinful life and may god bless us and bless our lenten journey amen